You know, Mike, in high school, I actually had a friend who was like a, a tall, pale bodybuilder. Really? Did yeah. you? Yeah. He, he had a nickname. We called him the Abdominal Snowman. Oh, God. Oh, that, that one... That one hurt. It's the Christmas episode. <laughs> that's your opener to the Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's that's it. all. Oh yeah. man. Oh, welcome to the weekly undertaking. Welcome. I am Mike. I'm Alex. Yeah, hopefully, the rest of this podcast will be will be better than that. I love. I love. Like before we start, every time you're like, you have an opener, right? And usually, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but but I I I, say, I made sure to be like. Yeah, like like super like confidently. Like, and I, I believed you. I believed you. I was like, we, we're going to have a good one today. Yeah, and, then... and we did. It was only 10 seconds, though. <laughs> did you write that one or did you look that up on like badjokes.com or something? It was like a half and half. I heard Abdominal Snowman online and I was like, I'll make that my own. Uh, <laughs> I, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, oh, man. This yeah. is the, So if this is your first time joining us, this is the podcast where we do different things every week. And talk about them. Yes, we do. But today is a special day because yeah. it is three days to Christmas as when this podcast airs. Is it? That's cool. Yeah, this airs on the 22nd, right? I don't know. Uh, all right. Fair enough. But Christmas is uh, quick approaching, and this uh, whole holiday season fills at least me with glee. Does it fill you with glee, Alex? It does fill me with glee. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas, Alex. And happy holidays to all you people out there, yes. no matter who you are. Uh, please don't find us. <laughs> please, please do not. I mean, uh, yeah, extend your greetings to your fellow man as a uh, as a token of appreciation for this podcast. I, I hope. But yes, uh, thank you guys for joining us today, a special day. Uh, what are your favorite Christmas traditions, Alex? Wow, good, good segue. I'm Mike. doing great tonight. <laughs> you know what? It's it's kind of late. I I can tell you're tired. I'm tired too. A little bit, as you can tell. I normally get dressed up to come here, but I forgot to take off my pajama pants. Yeah, it's strange that you feel the need to get dressed up to come here, considering this is an audio based. Uh, audio-based uh, show. And given the shit that you record in every week, I should not <laughs> feel any pressure. Yeah, exactly. Every um, day I come, I, every time I come up to Alex's doorstep, he opens it and he's just like in sweats, clearly like did not shower or well, anything look, like that. It's Sunday. I reserve the right to chill. I, I feel that, but still. Like, I look pretty good the rest of the time. Uh, just, debatable. Okay, yeah. come on. That, uh, that hurts a little. Eh. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But yeah, this is um what are your favorite Christmas memories or anything about Christmas? Well, a new one is being insulted by my friend about my wardrobe. Oh yeah, you know what? I will make that a thing. That is a year. Christmas tradition now. Alex is currently wearing a shirt that is designed to look sweaty for some reason. Okay, no, I think you made that up. It looks exactly like you sweated through the shirt after going on a run or something, but that you didn't put in Clearly it's designed to be that way. Yeah, but it's like just, I don't know. You, it's just a comfy shirt. It's got a good material. It's fun to sleep in. All right. I'm not I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Point point is, <laughs> it's late and that excuses us from whatever happens from uh, being in the next hour. Generally unfunny and punchy and the the yeah. normal things that make this podcast bad. Yeah. We are excused for this episode alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. It's Christmas. Yeah. Let us let us slide. And you know what? You picked a good day to come come in uh come in pajamas cuz Christmas is cozy and comfortable it and fun. It sure is. I, I, I mean, at least for me. No, it's, I mean, same. Um I would always 
wear pajamas to open the presents and then be upset when I had to be forced to change into real people clothes to go to mass and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, you do that. I, <laughs> I do do that. <laughs> when I was a kid, my parents made me dress up kind of as well because we went to uh, um, our uncle's house, I, I, I want to say, uh, my, on my dad's side to celebrate. And we still do that, but... I don't get as dressed up. <laughs> you brush your hair once and that is it. One comb through. No, I don't have a comb. I don't own a comb. That does not surprise me, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just a fingers through the hair. That's all I it, I mean it stands up better that way. I don't know about you. I it, mine mine does not stand up. You yours your hair actually looks like it's defying gravity most of the time. It, yeah, I, so much so <laughs> that I believe that you put in gel every time. Sometimes, but it, a lot of the time it's, it's just like that. It, really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm it defies physics. That's yeah. that's fine. But I do like Christmas. Um I think I don't it, think there's a single person in the world that doesn't, right? Uh maybe the Grinch. The, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to I'm it. I'm sorry. It's it was easy, but uh, I, I mean I, I said Set it up, and I didn't let you spike it. It's yeah. okay. That um, was gonna say. Uh, in 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 the last few years, my my favorite part of Christmas has actually been getting gifts for people instead of receiving. Oh, I thought that you meant when you said getting gifts. I thought that you meant yeah, everybody freaking likes <laughs> getting gifts. No, I meant like uh, like like picking things out for people in your life that you appreciate and you want to show that. Yeah, because I personally have noticed that as life progresses, people get worse and worse at buying me presents. Really? Yeah. I mean, they give me money, which is always appreciated. Don't get me wrong. I love, love money. (laughs) Um, But, you know, when I was a kid, I would get a Bionicle and like go off the walls excited about about Bionicles are sick. Yeah. Um, And I would probably still, I would be less excited if I got a Bionicle, but I would still be very happy if I got a Bionicle. Yeah, I'd still have fun. Of course, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, who wouldn't? Yeah. Do they still sell Bionicles? Yeah, probably. They make the movies. I would hope that they still sell the material. (laughs) They still make Bionicle movies? They did for a while. And the thing about the Bionicle movie, there is a whole lore to Bionicles that I never cared to learn about yeah it's like lego but like with lore it, yeah that's actually kind of what it there is. are there's a huge online community that is very passionate about it and i delved into it one time and was like this is too dense fantasy even for me and i i like lord of the rings that so that's says a lot something. yeah, this, yeah. Is a, this is quite a lot my friend yeah but regardless uh i like getting gifts for people i, I i'm upset i can't brag about the gifts I got people so far because this doesn't come out after Christmas. Mm. So I wouldn't have given anything to anyone except maybe you because we're probably going to see each other next weekend. Oh, yeah. And not before Christmas after that. Yeah. If you know what I mean. That was a confusing sentence. That, I was very confused, but I decided to agree anyway. Yes. And I cannot wait to see what I end up getting you. <laughs> I was actually about to ask that. I Christmas is 10 days away as of when we're recording this, and I have not started my shopping at all. I've been pretty decent so far. I, I mean, I remember bragging about it, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. And I have not shopped since then. <laughs> you bought a thing. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, I, I started. I, I, I still have a few people I need to get for. Luckily yeah. for me, there are not a lot of people in my life I feel close enough to to get gifts for. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I suppose that's a good thing. <laughs> it saves you money at the very least. At the very least. Yeah. At the very least. I, I I don't know. I never was one for the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, anything like that. Because for me, I, I don't know. It still feels like Thanksgiving. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's it's. I, I never find anything on those days 
that I, I I say like, oh, this is perfect for that person. Yeah, it's a lot of generic stuff that goes on sale, and by goes on sale, I mean that like it's the same price, but they <laughs> pretend like it was more expensive. They add eighty percent just so they can cross out that price and write eighty percent off. Exactly. On it. Yeah. I'm sure stores do it. I'm not. I'm not throwing too much shit. But oh like, hell I'm, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, mind it. I'm sure stores do it, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. I listen. You know got to make the money somehow absolutely but but i i christmas buying gifts is is more or less like me just looking for that gift for someone and then being disappointed at the price it's fun it really is yeah being like oh this would be a good gift for that person if i had 45 extra dollars exactly i still think the best gift i ever got you was uh the the Star Wars book, but written as if it was a Shakespearean play. Yes, I still freaking love it <laughs> because I um I, I I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I was an English major undergrad, and my favorite thing in the world is Shakespeare and Shakespeare plays. Um, and I also am a huge nerd, so Alex got me uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope written as though it was a uh, Shakespearean play. I still can't believe they fucking sell that. You are a niche, my friend. I love it. They don't, not only that, they have the entire original trilogy. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they must have continued it to episodes one through three. I would have, I mean, I would imagine so. I mean, those are the most, like, <laughs> kind of, like, Shakespearean style movies. I mean, yeah. they're bad, but they're still, like, kind of well, poetic. They, they're they poetic in the way that they rhyme with the original trilogy, but the original trilogy was, like, the best version of it. I don't know. I think that, look, all I'm saying is, if Jar Jar spoke an iambic pentameter, everybody would love him. <laughs> My God, Mike. Could you imagine, though? Merry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Here's our present. Everyone's gone. Speaking of Star Wars and Christmas, have you seen the, Christmas, the Star Wars Christmas special? Uh, no, but I've heard the legends. It is... Holy crap, is it bad? I know it's something about Chewbacca's family. <laughs> it literally, literally, it's it's it opens on uh, Chewbacca going to his family for for I forget the name of the of the planet of the Wookies, but um, going to there for Kashyyyk. Yes, actually. Holy shit! How the you, hell did I know that? You out nerded me. That's <laughs> it. Holy crap! God, I gotta take a star off your nerd card. I, I you're right. Yeah, honestly, um. But they they go to celebrate Life Day. But Chewbacca isn't in most of the film. Most of it is Chewbacca's dad, his wife, and his son in the house, all talking to each other in the chewy language of the <laughs> like all that, and no subtitles or anything. And then them each going to different screens in the house where little dances and vignettes and cartoons happen. And it, oh. it is just—it's just as bad as, as it sounds, if not worse. Well, I do have a terrible movie collection. I should get it for him. You honestly—it it is worse than most of the shitty movies that we've watched. Awesome. I mean, the fact that we weren't able to finish a few of them yeah. <laughs> speaks volumes. So I'm curious. And there's also a moment I, I just feel the need to mention this because it made me the most uncomfortable. So I need to share it. Mm -hmm. There's a moment in which it is heavily, heavily implied that Chewbacca's dad leaves his family on Christmas Day. To to go to a, a store and watch porn in VR. How is that implied? <laughs> that seems too specific to be implied. Okay, so it isn't implied, but it's like, it's not, the video that they show is just a woman singing sexy, 
and then she you see Chewbacca's dad just squirming with delight and you know what's going on <laughs> and it is just really painful to watch. Okay, okay. Because by the way you worded it, it's like you you're, you're acting like you 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 had like the screenplay. Yeah. Just like, "Hold on, I need to Well, who didn't read the screenplay before the movie came out? Who read it and was just like, "Yeah, you know what, George? I I think this is a great thing. We learned all about Itchy, the real name for Chewbacca's dad. We learned all about Itchy and his desires through this scene. My God, what a what a. What we a... need to watch it. Yeah, I we know. need to watch it. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe, so we can maybe get this holidays. I mean, we we already have a lot of other stuff going on, but that sh- that, that that should take out all the other things that we want to do yeah. with our free time. They also FaceTime Luke Skywalker, and Luke is like, oh, hey guys, what's going on? And they're like, no, I don't know where Chewie is. Maybe he's stuck in traffic. And then they hang up, and that's all we see of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> because they had to get Mark Hamill in there. Of course, that's but hilarious. like, that's the best excuse you could use. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway... Today's episode, we wrote Christmas uh, stories. We sure did. But before that, Mike, you still haven't told me about your favorite Christmas traditions. I just wanted to assure everyone that this episode does actually contain something. (laughs) True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, My favorite Christmas tradition is... um, well, Christmas Eve, I will go out with uh, with my cousins that I around my age on my on my mom's side, and we'll go to a movie and and just go watch a really good movie on Christmas nice. Eve, and it's a good time to get together as a family and exchange what, uh, gifts and stuff. What movie are you planning to see this year? Probably Frozen Two. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one scene in it that's so absurdly hilarious. Is it now? Like unironically, maybe the f- best thing I've ever seen Josh Gad do. Really? Like ever. I'm excited. It's a minute perf- it's a minute joke and you will know it <laughs> really? when you see it. Okay. You will be like that's what Alex was talking about. I am thoroughly excited. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. The whole movie's fine, but like that that one scene is like that was great. Yeah. Um I do f- there is a Christmas tradition also in Spain that I I thought we were going to talk about like international Christmas traditions. Oh, that's so interesting. So that's why you wanted to shoehorn this in. I did. I I do. I thought that was where this conversation was going. That's well, okay. Well, tell me about it anyway. But I looked it up. I looked it up, and I feel like you would be mad at me if I did not explain it. Okay. But this is um it, it the tradition is called Tio de Nadal, which actually is Catalan um for Christmas log, and all, oh, all that this thing is. Is it is a log that you put presents in, and peep and children will take a stick, surround it, and beat the log with the sticks while chanting a Spanish rhyme that and uh, until the presents the the Christmas log poops out the presents. Oh, I kid you not. This is a real tradition. What if it was like? <laughs> what if inside it was like? Like an iPhone. <laughs> it's like busted coming out. I mean, you know. No! <laughs> I mean, it's in a box. It's in like a wrapping paper. It's not like it's actually. Oh, yes, paper. The most indestructible thing on the place of the earth. Fair enough. But yeah, like all they do is they are tasked with every Christmas Eve feeding the log, beating the log, and chanting a rhyme that basically says poop out the presents over and over again. And then it comes out. That's beautiful. It really is one of the most glorious traditions out there god i mean we have piñatas and that's also a spanish thing <laughs> yeah i don't know stole. i don't know what the origin of piñatas are i don't know if it started in spain or if it started in latin america but like still yeah, like it's pretty cool yeah honestly 
they know that joy can be obtained by hitting things. <laughs> they they sure do. The and Spanish honestly, have that down pat. We need to do more of that here. What, I mean, beating things? Like hitting things with sticks. Yeah, you know what? This Christmas season, go out and hit something with a stick. I, sponsored <laughs> by the Weekly Undertaking. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's like... Anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to recover from that. Yeah, fair enough. I, I was gonna transition into the what we, <laughs> the sport we invented uh, a, a few years ago, where it's nothing more than just we take a baseball bat and old water bottles filled with water, mm. bring them to an open field, and then hit them with the baseball bat yeah. until they explode. There's no po- there's no point system or purpose to it at all. It's just fun to hit things. It's so fun. Yeah. And, and then they splash everywhere. Yeah, and it's hot, so it's, like, good. Yeah. And then my shirt gets all wet for real. For real, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a, it's a good time. You actually earned the sweat this time. Yeah, okay, com- calm down. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm offended. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All right, so do you, you should, you want to read your Christmas story first, Alex? I actually do. I was going to, I was going to, I was actually going to have this whole thing where I was like, you've been going first a lot lately uh, in, in our sharing time, and uh, honestly, I don't like how you're trying to upstage me. <laughs> uh, that's, so that's fair. I was going to insist that I go first, also considering odds are my story is shorter. Not only because I know the structure of the story in which you planned to create, mm-hmm. but also because I chose to write a, sort of a poem story in, that's right. in the sort of uh, midst of A Night Before Christmas. Oh, cool. Okay, that's awesome. I'm excited now. Yeah, I, I'm excited too. Um, I'm really proud of this. I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm, I'm excited to read it. Okay. It's uh, It took me... Well, actually, I don't want to tell you how long it took does, me because then you may not enjoy it as much. <laughs> does it have a um, title? Yes, but the title spoils the ending. Okay. So I will not tell you the title until the end. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. I'm excited. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just had to get all the, the, the Satan out of me. Mm. All right. So, allow me to put on my best old man in a rocking chair in the middle of the room for no reason voice. Okay. <clears throat> it was the night before Christmas, and deep below the house... It was the weekly undertaking being recorded for a mouse. Alex and Mike were the hosts, talking about year's end. They were tasked to write, to share fiction with their friend. The two were excited. They got to stretch their muscles. Creative ones, that is. They weren't downing Brussels. While Mike crafted a tale to astonish and perplex, sneaky Alex had another goal, to tell a tale of raunchy sex. Oh, my God, why are you doing this? I'm just kidding. This story is not about sex. That part doesn't rhyme. It's just a it's just a footnote. It's just just a, uh, don't don't tune out yet. <laughs> when the recording ceased and the play lights dimmed, the two boys stood up and went to play Sims. Wait, we never play Sims, Mike said, convicted. Oh I needed a rhyme. Now pretend you're addicted. With a sigh of acceptance, Mike sat down to play. Alex sat beside him, his attention already away. They played deep into the night. The boy's eyes began to tire. They ran to their beds, unknowing of the fire. Ooh, spooky. (laughs) For in the co- (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Is the ooh spooky part of it? No, that that was just me. Oh, that was you, okay. Back into character, broke it up. For in their cozy den, the fireplace lay lit, and good old Saint Nick landed right on top of it. Ah, my buns, the jolly giant yelled out. 
He ran around in circles. He was behind his route. Alex awoke from his sleep, his hair shaped like a dunce. He had heard the shouting and informed Mike at once. The two crept downstairs to inform their eyes. It was Santa in pain. They watched as he died. Dramatic pause. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, no, Mike said. Who will deliver the toys now? The two of us, of course, Alex said, unsure how. The boys knew they couldn't. They lacked the skill. They need to find someone else who had the love and will. Then out of nowhere, an idea came to Mike. I have an idea. Go inside and grab your bike. Alex did just that. He got ready to pedal. Mike stood on behind with no intent to meddle. They grabbed the presents and got the reindeer's attention. They followed our boys for no good intention. A few moments later, the sled took off. In excitement, Mike watched, though Alex began to scoff. What, w what did that accomplish? There's no driver. Just wait and watch. This'll be better than MacGyver. Then out of nowhere, the reindeer turned back. There was a new driver. He was leading the pack. Who was capable enough to lead the Reindeer Seven? Why, it was Phil Lewis, descending from the heavens. <laughs> with a jolly smile and happy heart, he chimed out with glee. I'll take it from here, boys. The new Santa I will be. He rode off determined to get rid of his Lodi. He will visit all the kids, even Zack and Cody. At <laughs> and with that, the boys knew that Christmas was back. They ran inside eager to sleep and snack. When morning came, they had a new gift to get. It was the Sweet Life series, the entire box set. And thus they settled in and with thunderous applause watched this hotel manager become the new Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> with this gift came a note for me and for you. It says, challenge yourself and try something new. Merry Christmas. And the story's called Phil Lewis Saves Christmas. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. Oh, my God. That's great. Thank you, Mike. I, uh, first of all, spot on impression of me, by I, the way. I really I, I spent all day uh, yesterday, like, just sitting at home making, doing, doing the impression, trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I really worked hard on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. I, I thought that that was great. Second of all, just... An amazing tribute. And I also I also want to say, I find it hysterical that most of the time when we discuss Phil Lewis, we're just talking about him as the man that he is and not for the iconic role of Mr. Mosby. Yeah, we really had to bring that back. Yeah, you you brought it up. You know what? You still yeah. didn't, didn't shoehorn in the um, the uh, uh, catchphrase. No running in my lobby, but that's a uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I was I, I I was thinking about a way to to put it in. Or actually, the ending I was gonna go with was. Uh, like he rode off and then he cheered, "Who, who, hooligans!" <laughs> also great, but uh, also I, incredible. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. couldn't fi couldn't fit it in. Oh, that's so awesome! <laughs> and also, like, so we still this is in this uh, world. The rule is still the same as the the rules in the Santa Claus, the Santa Claus Two, and the Santa Claus Three, the Escape Clause. So whoever kills Santa becomes Santa. Becomes Santa. So are yeah. you insinuating that Phil Lewis lit the fire that killed Santa? I get, or Phil Lewis has to kill us to kill to finish the transition. Oh, we killed Santa, and now <laughs> Phil Lewis is after us. Yeah, honestly, that might be that might oh, be where how we're the going. turntables. <laughs> Have you ever? I also. 
don't get me wrong, that was a great poem, but I think we need to discuss how nobody ever addressed the fact that murdering Santa Claus. Oh yeah, sir, Santa died and no one brought it back. His corpse was just in our living room <laughs> yep. forever. Also in the story, we live together. <laughs> exactly. To make it exactly. work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I was talking about like how it is implied that anybody that wants to become Santa Claus just has to, you know, murders Tim Allen. And then it becomes the most dangerous game. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, in, in the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause, Jack Frost tried to become Santa, but he didn't do it the way that he would be the most sensible. He didn't just go and kill Scott Calvin and become Santa. He went back in time to kill the old Santa because apparently that's the only one that's able to die. Yeah, well, Tim Allen is uh, is immortal, yeah. just like Phil Lewis. There's a whole bunch of them. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the, the immortals are Tim Allen, Phil yeah. Lewis. Any anyone with three syllables in their name. Real. That's that's the that's the law, and you also have to be uh, semi-famous. Dwayne Johnson. Um, or I don't think the, that counts. Is The Rock legally part of his name? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, fair enough. Vin Diesel? Yeah, okay. he's another one. Absolutely Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. He's like kind of those meme uh, celebrities. Nick Cage is not immortal. He will die one day. No, um, thankfully. John Travolta, also we're getting rid nope. of him. John Stamos is another one. John Stamos? I don't know if I want John Stamos over Keanu Reeves, for example. Keanu Reeves has three syllables. That explains it. He has four syllables. Shut up. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but he is immortal. That's a that's a He is the, the exception. He is the exception. I still need Damn to it. watch John Wick. I thought that I thought I had it there. I really did. I'm sorry. I was so confident. Yeah. I mean, look, we we I mean, I love Phil Lewis, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But there are certain points when we really should expand our Mimi celebrity uh, appraisal. I think we need to recognize that Phil Lewis is not a meme outside of this podcast. No, he's not. It's sad. We're trying our best, guys. Except I, but... for the Prindle thing, because literally every the post Prindle. he has on every post he has on on and Twitter or f- <laughs> exactly, it's just that face in the comments <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and then the one guy that is really concerned as to whether or not Phil Lewis or Mr. Mosby can fly a plane. Dude, we gotta reach out to that guy. Yeah, because he knows his thing. He knows it. Honestly, let's Okay, set- wait, hold on. Let me let me be clear. Like for those of you that are listening oh. and haven't spent hours on Phil Lewis's Twitter As account a- like we have. We we've talked about this a few times, but I mean it it, it deserves uh repetition yeah. here. There is in the midst of every post that Phil Lewis puts on Twitter. Uh, there is one individual, I forget the account name, but there is one individual that always comments, Phil Lewis, can Mr. Mosby fly a plane? Please answer me. This is important. <laughs> and just sends like three tweets per post. And uh, Mosby has not acknowledged him once, but I still think that's hysterical. Um, we have to have that guy on. We should. We absolutely Next should. Next guest. Yeah. I mean, I know, we well, have... We, we have should probably few... look into him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. We have a few people... Uh, that that we're thinking about inviting on, but he's number one. Yeah, number two is Phil Lewis. Number three is Keanu Reeves, and all the way down the list. But yeah. he's number one. But you know, as far as like actually can happen, you know, we'll have to we'll have to see. Yeah. At the very least, I want to ask. <laughs> I want to be like, why? Yeah. <laughs> what is this crusade you've been on? What is the purpose? I mean, we all want to know if Phil Lewis can. No, or I get Mr. it. Mosby can fly but what could inspire still. this? Yeah. And what? What is he going to do if it happens? I don't know. If he gets know. the answer. I don't know. 
But anyway, great poem, Alex. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> that was that was really really well done. This, I'm very proud of you. This this impromptu uh, talking Phil Lewis segment is coming to an end. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, uh, I'm excited to see what you have uh, for, for for store. Oh, I am not. Um, this should be very very interesting. Um, I decided that normally when we write stories, yeah. I actually write a full length story or try to, and I just spend like half an hour thinking of something funny. Yeah, exactly. And then write that, which is very which is fine. Um, but I noticed that when I do this for the full length stories, I'm just talking for a while, and then I'm just listening. You're just listening. So I want to I want to incorporate us because we have an audio podcast. So I figured let's tell a story in the in the in the radio drama style. Ooh, yeah. uh oh. I also this is called Untitled Christmas Movie because I did not, as you will see when we start reading it, I did not put near as much effort into this as I normally do. But this should be fun. Oh, okay. You will be playing the role of Jenkins. Oh, a young blonde woman, a reporter. Um, and I will be doing every other character because Jenkins is the main character in this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I need a. I don't know. I need a good voice. You do need All a right. good voice. No, I'm. I'm. I'm ready. You I know ready? what I'm going to do. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Un- untitled Christmas movie. Take one. We open in in the interior of an office building. Jenkins, get in here! Enter Jenkins, a young blonde reporter, workaholic but also doesn't look tired, carrying a large stack of papers that is about to fall. Yes, boss? <laughs> what can I help you with today? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> all no, right, stick, all right. No, stick with no, it. No, no. You got it. You got no. it. Own it. Come on. Fucking own it. <laughs> Uh, boss throws cigar out of his mouth and immediately puts in another. I got an assi- uh, I got an assignment for you. Sure, what is it? I sure hope it doesn't re- uh, rekindle my childlike appreciation for Christmas, which I currently hate. While looking directly into camera, that wasn't. I, what? Why did I say that? <laughs> You're going to Yuletide Count, Yuletide Town, Nebraska. Schmancy's is buying out the mom and all the mom and pop department stores and is constructing their largest sweatshop factory ever made. And there will be no, there will be no more Yuletide Town on the 26th. But boss, my weird quirky family, who I have been long separated from, live in Yuletide town. In fact, they own mom and pop department store. The largest, smallest... Wait, I'm sorry. The largest, smallest mom and pop department store in town. Jenkins stares directly into camera for an un... uh, Into the camera, unblinking for five straight agonizing seconds. This is good. This is good. I know! That's why I'm sending you, a native Yuletidean, to get the scoop. Don't come Don't come back to you got a Pulitzer. And I ha- the boss hands uh, Jenkins the ticket. Ugh. Uh-oh. Looks like I'm in for it now. Camera zooms in on the airplane ticket, which reads Yuletide Town, where it's Christmas every day, surrounded by festive decorations. Cut to the, in- to the airplane interior. Jenkins is seated between a particularly affectionate couple. They are holding hands on Jenkins' laps. Man, I hate Christmas. Oh, what's there to hate about Christmas? You get to see family. Also, you get presents. And isn't that what Christmas is all about? Man and woman kiss inches from Jenkins' face. I love the gifts. Directly to get- Sorry, that's what Christmas is all about. But I hate my family. It's a magical time. Just look outside. Man raises the window w- window guard, which signs a light directly into Jenkins' eyes. Look, Santa's gonna be right there soon. <gasps> Santa? <laughs> Jenkins rolls her eyes and goes back to sleep. In her dream, she is sitting in a well-decorated room. Suddenly, a transparent specter and a well-out-in-an-old, outdated attire appears before her. 
I am the ghost of Christmas past. Come with me, and I shall show you visions of what you missed in Christmas long ago. The ghost takes Jenkins' hand. They are suddenly flying over the world. The world rushes underneath them, and they begin to, as they, and they begin to approach the land, and they arrive outside a large mansion. Ooh, that's nice. They stand in silence for a moment, where until a couple approaches, both finely dressed. The woman seems upset, berating her partner. If you would like to be Belle, you can. Belle? Yeah. Uh-oh. Sorry, I broke the script. You're good. Oh, it's it's easy to read now. Da, 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 da. I can't take it anymore, Ebenezer. You only care about your profits now, and I can't spend my life with someone who doesn't care for me. She runs away. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> we look on as Ebenezer looks down, defeated. He turns and, and slowly walks to the other direction. There! You, d you didn't run after her! Do you remember that this fateful night? No, I don't remember any of these people. Oh! Jenkins wakes up back on the plane. <laughs> Man, this, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Listen, Christopher Walken was a big get for this movie, and we are not cutting his oh scene. Oh, my God. That's, that's who that is. <laughs> yes. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Man, still, that was not. That was a really bad Christopher Walken. Man is still rattling That's on rough. about how how rad Christmas is. Oh, sorry. Jenkins wakes up back on the plane. Man is still rattling on about how rad Christmas is. Ugh. Jenkins looks out the window and notices some smoke coming from the wing. She jumps to her feet and approaches the cockpit with man. <laughs> shut up. With the man still nice. rambling. Jenkins throws open the door to the to the cockpit. There's smoke coming from the plane. You need to fix it. Pilot turns around and locks eyes with Jenkins. It's oh, the hey. most beautiful man Jenkins has ever seen. Wow, you're a pretty man. Oh, that must be the fuelage lap. That will bring down the plane. Fuelage hatch. Even I know that. Yeah. Turbulence throws Jenkins into Pilot's lap. They share a moment lo looking deep into each other's eyes. Oh, turbulence. Co-pilot -co uncomfortably picks up the intercon. Ah, oh, attention passengers of flight 11224, this is your co-pilot speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts and remain calm. We will send peanuts to comfort you. Plane is now in a tailspin, quickly plummeting towards the ground. The stewardess is trying to walk down the aisle and pass out peanuts, but ultimately is just thrown into the air and tosses bags of peanuts in random directions. Oh. <laughs> just, I just love that image. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, catch! So... What can you do to stop it? Oh, nothing. We didn't bring the tools. But I included a mechanism that turns Christmas spirit into power. We need everyone to sing at the top of their lungs. No. Fuck. They die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I can do it. Jenkins wrestles her way to the front of the plane where, uh, where there is utter chaos. Oh, okay. Everyone, this is going to sound weird, but I need you. A bag of peanuts hits me in the face. Shut the fuck Ow. up. Ow. That hurt. I'm allergic. I'm asphyxiating. I'm dead now. I'm on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Read the lines, damn it. I need you to stay with me. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Jingle all the way. Do you know that one? Mike didn't put the little sing, sing the quotation, no, so I just, I just had to read it. No, I just wrote the lyrics because I assumed you would know what you were reading. Well, Mike, 
You know what they say about assuming? It puts an ass inside of you and me. The passengers are confused, <laughs> but but figure they're they're gonna die anyway. And hey, it's Christmas. They slowly join in, including the stewardess, still midair and being thrown about the overhead cabins. <laughs> the plane slowly starts to turn its angle upwards. The people begin to get excited. They start to transition into Frosty the Snowman. The plane explodes into a great ball of fire. The passengers are propelled all across the ground, and the wreckage streaks into the, across the planes. Jenkins lands immediately next to Pilot in front of her, in front of a sign that says, Welcome to Yuletide Town. Aw, that didn't get nearly as sexy as I wanted it to. Hey, this is my hometown. Oh, you're a Yuletidean too? Yeah? You want to try that again? You're a Yuletidean too? Yeah. I requested to be sent here every Christmas. Christmas just makes sense here. You want to come to the Yuletide celebration with me? Yeah, I'd like that a lot. The je- in the distance, we see the Jenkins family approaching, all dressed in the Christmas gear. is my family? <laughs> Running away now! <laughs> Mildly concerned about the burning wreckage, but clearly even more excited to see their daughter. They embrace Jenkins and give her an ugly Christmas sweater with that has her name, Jenkins Jenkins, on it. Oh my god. <laughs> she exchanges a somewhat embarrassed look with the pilot, who chuckles. Wow, I guess this really is what Christmas is all about. I'm tired now because I was running away. Pizza guy arrives on a pizza motorbike with a pie in hand. Wait, is the is the bike made of pizza? Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll exactly. Okay. Pizza guy. Did so? Did somebody order a pizza? Cue laugh track, freeze flame on the goofy pizza guy's face. The credits scroll in an incredibly fast pace. Epilogue. Oh, wow. So you're memeing your story. I didn't know how to end it, so... so yeah. that, oh, so that's it? So that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the story? Uh, epilogue. Okay. <laughs> Schmacy's went out of business after the wreckage destroyed their main factory outside of Yuletide Town. Mom and Pop went off to be incredibly profitable entrepreneurs. Pilot divorced his second wife and married Jenkins. Aww. Jenkins went off to win a Pulitzer after her stellar article and published in the undescript Metropolitan Times entitled, What Christmas Means to Me. Oh, wow. Mike. And that's the end of Untitled Christmas Movie. You know, I don't say this a lot. That was really terrible. That was really bad, I know. <laughs> I forgot about this challenge until today at no, noon. No, no, I, I like I'm how... not excusing it because that was <laughs> bad even for that. But yeah. I like how you leaned into it, though. Yeah. You leaned into the cringe. I tried to, I tried to fit in as many Hallmark tropes as possible. I appreciate that, and I like that you gave me a part, because I like hearing myself talk. I do, too. Yes, it's a trait that's passed down uh, in my family since, um, uh, I don't know, since someone older than me did it and got attention for it. And really? Then, you know, everyone. Now, now that's all I do. That's why I have a podcast. Thanks for listening it was a to good the story. undertaking. It was a good story. No, I liked it. No, it wasn't. Don't lie to me. Um, okay, it was entertaining for me. Yeah. I got to do a bunch of stupid voices <laughs> yeah, for <I> Jenkins. <laughs> I liked her. She was a very well-rounded character. No. No, she wasn't. She was concerned with one thing and one thing only, and that is Christmas sucks. I hate this. And then she has a reversal midway through yeah, after she meeting the, an attractive stranger. She had the super, like, cliche, oh, excuse me, cliche plot. Where, like, you know, it's like that I hate Christmas and, like, I only care about getting my work done. And then, you know, you meet the right person and then you'd almost die. And then suddenly you love Christmas because you didn't die and your family's there. And she's still embarrassed even though she almost just died. Yeah, there was literally no acknowledgement of the entire plane wreck behind her. (laughs) This is like, like, Jenkins is, like, sighing in her Christmas sweater. And in the background someone's like, everyone is dead. (laughs) Help me! <laughs> I don't 
don't know what's happening. Also, Schmacy's is also underneath this. We crashed into the Schmacy's. We crashed into Schmacy's. So yeah, it was, it was really good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, Hallmark, call, call me. I'm, I can make that. I can make that worth your while. I mean, I'd like to see it on the big screen. I kind of do too, actually. Oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> So, so Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas everyone. everyone. Whoa. We did not plan no, that. No, we just kind of like both waited at the for the appropriate <laughs> amount of awkward silence and then we're just like we both were like, yeah, wow, that's that's creepy and that I don't works. like it. That Please works. leave. Yeah, no. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, thanks guys for listening. Any anything else we need to Oh, we need to pick. Well, yeah, we need to do a lot of things. Oh, what do we it's need? It's like to do? another 10 minutes of episode at least. I'm sorry. And I'm trying to drag it out a little bit cuz it's a special. Those usually last longer. I want to run away from that shit as far as quickly as possible. Fair. <laughs> it's also late for us. And also, well, late for me. Yeah, yeah. It's not late for Mike. Not, not at all. <laughs> it's, it's currently like 9 p.m. Um, well, don't tell them. I'm sorry. I wanted to feel cool. No, you're not cool. I know, but I wanted to feel like it. Yeah. Well, well I'm just saying our Halloween special, which was probably the fa- my favorite episode we ever did. Which like, the most recent one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's up there. Yeah. That was a great episode. It was fun. I wanted this to be just as good, and it wasn't. No, I mean no. At all, no. I mean, because that one was more research-oriented, and this one's more creatively-oriented. Yeah, you know and, we're I mean? not, and we're not very creative people. Uh, excuse you. Did you not hear my epic tale about how Phil Lewis saves Christmas? One of us is not a creative person. It was short but sweet. Yeah. That's my whole thing. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. So Merry Holidays, fucker. <laughs> sorry. Fan, fine. I'm sorry I get for defensive. saying that. I'm sorry for saying that. That wasn't directed at you. It was directed at the non-discreet audience member. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. You're fine. Don't worry. We, we love each other. All right. <laughs> Mom and dad aren't getting divorced, kids. It's okay. <laughs> I also love that we kind of, the, the that in the plot, I was just like, the pilot's arc is too easy. So I threw in a second wife, but I didn't know what to, what to do with her. So he, wow. just, he just tossed her to the road. <sighs> you know, I, I liked all the unnecessary details. Yeah, exactly. Like that there's a lot of details, over. a lot of details that should have been there and weren't. Yeah. And then a lot of details that no one really needed to know. But, you know, they were there. They were there. Yeah. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, Mike, is there anything you want to say about Christmas before we kind of move on into the the finale portion of our episode that few people uh listen to which is fine uh no not really just besides besides that um a little passive aggressive comment there um, don't don't leave yet the episode's not over we don't have that many listeners to begin with we can't start criticizing them i I, you don't want to scare them away okay well they're gone yeah they're gone all right bye guys (laughs) um yeah no i mean christmas is fun i hope everybody listening has a very merry christmas and a happy new year or uh if you don't celebrate New Year's, whatever you celebrate. If you don't celebrate New Year's, I think every well, okay. If I mean, if you don't celebrate Christmas, but that's what I meant, and it came out wrong. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, so you know what? You know what I if mean. If you refuse to accept that the decade is over, <laughs> it, listen, it goes until twenty twenty one. I don't know what the there are people that argue that I don't. But it is no, the decade's fucking over. Yeah, I I'm 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 with you. But, yeah. You know. No, I'm I'm excited about it actually. I'm just curious, uh, next, yeah, 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 next week we're gonna, ha- we, so after this episode, we have one more episode in this decade, Michael. Wow, that's crazy. And honestly, it, it looks like in the long term, the weekly undertaking will take place ma- 
majorly in the uh, in the in the 2020s. Wow, which is interesting. That um, is. Yeah, we caught the tail end of this decade. It was so cool. Yeah, wow. Only a few years here. Um, so next week is our final challenge of the decade. Let's make it count. Yeah. What are we gonna do for that challenge? Well, I don't know. Yeah, we've I don't only, have 2020 vision. We've got. Yeah, nice. Thank you. People were making that joke in 2015. I, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it back and using it as much as I can. Yeah, you can only use it for like another week. So yeah, exactly. Enjoy it. I, I will. <laughs> so, yeah, there's like three more undertakings in here until we have to refill. So I know what all of them are, and I'm excited to see any of them I think will make a great I think end so of the too. decade challenge. I think we should play that song. Let's see what we're doing. Uh, that we love so much and, and see what happens. Play the song. Bucket. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. Woo! All right, we're back. Well, Mike, would you care to do the honors because it's Christmas and I care about you to to pull the final undertaking of the decade? Yes. Which I decided is now a big deal, even though I didn't the realize for the it first time. like three minutes ago. All right, I got one. I cared more about sixty nine. The Inflection Lock. Oh, okay. That's, this one's not fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Spend one day asking only questions and another only stating things. Oh, so that should be interesting. Do you think it'll be fun? Do you think it'll be fun? I don't know. I asked you. This is going to be very hard. That wasn't a question. <laughs> this is going to be very hard. I yeah. know. I, I, I'm kind of excited. This is, this is that... Um, improv game where you just can only ask questions to other people yeah this is like in the vein of undertakings where like it's like only turn left for a day is this thanks joe (laughs) you're still he suggested that like 25 episodes ago Uh, more than that i think is this is this a suggestion no that's mine why the hell are you doing this i'm sorry i i thought about it as like just stupid this is stupid you're welcome. Well, you know what? Our last challenge of the decade is going to be a difficult one, but it should make for some interesting conversation, hopefully. And it will also be horribly, like, not interesting. Not at all. For well, us. We could, we could do some... We could do some... Pre- oh, for us, yeah. We'll make it interesting on the actual podcast. Yeah, I'll make sure to... I'll, I'll try to do one, like, over the weekend and one at work, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's good to be able to not ask your boss any questions or answer your boss with only asking him a question yeah, or her. I'll have know. to be careful. I don't know who your boss is. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. All right, so that if you, if that... If if you wanna want to hear us talk about how frustrated we are at Alex's dumbassery, join us next week. Yes. It will be fun. It actually will be a fun time. You better come. Yeah. That's what I tell everyone I meet. God. Sorry. That's upsetting. Uh, All right. But until then, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, episode of The Weekly Undertaking. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, Alex is going to go to bed. Uh, But before he does, we do have to shout out some of our artists who helped us make this year a success. Uh, We have Winston DeJesus, who does the podcast cover art, and Adam Rudy, who does all the music that you hear on the podcast. Please give them some likes in the comments or in... We have their information in the description below. Go find them. I struggled with that, but yeah. yeah. We have our information in the description below, too. Please follow us on social medias and stuff. Leave a rate and review, because that really does help. Tell your friends about us, because, you know, that'd be nice. Um, And subscribe to us on whatever podcast forum you uh, are listening to us on. You found us once, it gets better. 
We have 73 other episodes of this podcast. Most of them are better than this one. So please give okay. them a listen. Come on. This, it wasn't that bad. No, but I our, had fun. We, I had fun too, but our other podcasts are that much better. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah I did. I'm it only to, gets worse from here, I'm trying kids. to tease them. All right. You know what? Last week was great, and the week before I think was uh, pretty good. We had, we were due for a blip. We were at a we were at a lo- we had a large research run there for a bit. Yeah, it was fun. It was they like, were all fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure you had more fun than I did. I did not. Believe I don't it or like not. research, even though I'm good at research. Believe it or not, it's pretty boring to me. Wow. Yeah. All right, but uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check out the other 73 episodes. Until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself and have a holly jolly Christmas. And it's the best time of the year. I have those of friends you know, and as they wanted me, as I had